What's going on, everybody? You're listening to a new episode of the Post Game Report. So I want to talk about uh, the death of a friend. Um, her name is Chastity. She went by the gamer tag of New York Riquenya. And her and I knew each other from way back. Way back when I was heavily involved in the gaming industry. And the, the community was bright. And everybody was all for each other. It was wasn't any of the current craziness you see specifically in social media. Uh, and I'm talking about the gaming community. So we used to hang out in, in a few gaming events. She was on the post game report on numerous occasions. And I'm going to talk about one particular story where um, we were in a gaming uh, event EA had flown a bunch of us to preview a Battlefield game I believe it was Battlefield 2 I could be wrong so this was about I'd say maybe 2011 around 2011 so we're talking about 11 years and um, I remember this event because leading up to it uh and this is how crazy the gaming industry is. Um, the gentleman who was the community manager for Battlefield was someone who started out writing in a blog for video games. And he worked his way up and became a community manager for EA. There was a bunch of people from when I was heavily involved. And I'm talking about from 2005 till about 2010. Uh, there was a bunch of people who were, well, you know what? I, I, I retired after 2012 because for three years from 2009, and I know I'm sidetracked and I apologize. So for three years I was working in the gaming industry as a community community manager myself in 2012 you know towards 2013 is when i you know stopped so we we um the people that were invited we were uh keeping in contact bef leading up to the event and so most of us knew each other already via social networks or 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 in in this case xbox live uh podcasting with each other jumping on each other's uh podcast or you know websites whatever you know like back in the day you would you would go into somebody else's uh let's say for example um you own the website and i would become a member of the forums and oops I just dropped one of my son's halo toys I would become a, a member of the forums I would interact with people there and they would make me an honorary moderator stuff like that we we did that for each other so I remember the gentleman and I don't want to name his name because I believe he might be still working in the gaming industry I think he is um, so He's like, yo, dude, I'm going to pair you up with your boy, uh, Vicious696, a.k.a. Paris. So we were rooming together. 
So that was even more exciting, right? Because Paris and I have known each other for a very long time. So uh, right away, I was like, yo, this is going to be an awesome trip. So we get to the trip. Um, all of us meet up the first night. Lo and behold, most people wound up in our room. And I'm talking about Paris and Paris and I. So Chastity is there. Uh, Dewan, a.k.a. DJ Knight. Um, you know, Kelly from the, the married, married gamers, um, a bunch of people, a bunch of people who create content, uh, now, uh, you know, we don't keep in touch stuff like that because we've gotten older, we've gotten more responsibility. So anyway, um, I remember that night because that was the night that, uh, DJ Knight, who is also a big Twitch streamer now. And Chastity, they introduced me to this character on YouTube called Marisa from New York. And it was a comedian who was posing as this trans woman. And and, and the, the main, like, tagline was, that's it, right? And this, you know, I'm rigorous, that's it. Um, you know, some other dirty words that I can't say but ever since that night like that was our shit you know like we used to be like that's it that's rigorous and so that was a bonding moment you know because I never heard of it surprisingly so I never heard of Marisa and then from there I would introduce my co-workers my my friends to 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 this comedian doing that skit and and then, you know, throughout the weekend, because also it was PAX West that weekend. And Halo was having a 10-year anniversary uh, event because this was in Seattle. So they had a different venue that was going to have this weekend-long event celebrating 10 years of Halo, uh, the Halo franchise. And they had like a museum. They had a freaking big um fan fest type thing going there so it was a big deal and even and even then my friend jessica who was the community manager back then she was like yo you want to come to this halo fest and i said i'm gonna be there anyway so she was gonna fly me down to be a guest and so either way i was gonna go right and and once again that's when a lot of us were really tight we were really we you know, back then it was you pulled for your fellow uh, gamer, right? You know, you guys know I hate using that word because it's so overused and misused. But back then, I'm talking about 10, 11 years ago, we were a tight community of content creators because we came up together and we saw how tough it was to create these uh, podcasts and these communities. And we saw that, you know... Because a lot of us uh, were Hispanic, we're black, people of color. A lot of, you know, and that's true. A lot of us who started this were people of color. And it wasn't that easy because the same, the same type of stereotype is still running the industry. It's getting better. But back then, there was no limits, right? There was no, there was no awareness, right? There was blatant there were people who used to look at me and journalists who would talk to me as if I was stupid and I was ready to punch them in the mouth. 
So it, it, it was real bad back then. So we stuck together. And um, Chastity was one of the first female. And she she's Puerto Rican. So imagine. She's female. She's Puerto Rican. And she's making move, moves within the industry. So let me fast forward to my last night at this event. And a bunch of us are in the lot, hotel lobby. And we have this huge podcast going. It was an impromptu podcast. So a bunch of us are talking, um, sharing our freaking opinions on the game that we were previewing on, on just the industry as a whole. But at the same time in the East Coast, there was a hurricane and, and it hit New York City. So my flight was in danger of being delayed. So I, I found myself during the discussion because at one point I was talking in the podcast, I get a text from my wife and it's like, yo, you, your flight might be delayed. So I start checking my flight details and lo and behold, it, there's a warning that it might be delayed. Blah, blah, blah. So I, I step away from the conversation. I'm by myself in one corner and I'm just refreshing my phone and trying to figure out what's going to go on. And then at one point, it it got frustrating because I didn't know whether I should go to the airport. I wasn't getting any like solid information from the airport. And remember, this is, you know, 11 years ago. So like today you get like minute by minute updates from your airline and you get delay information really quickly. So I remember thinking, what the hell am I going to do? You know, I'm going to have to pack everything and go to the airport. And then what happens if my flight is delayed? How long will it be delayed? Will I have a place to stay? Because that's how I was. I would think about all the details before, you know, and, and, and stress out before stuff actually happened. So here comes. At one point, I, I even forgot that I was in a hotel lobby with a bunch of my friends you know, that's how freaking tied up mentally I got. So here comes Chastity. She sits down. She's like, yo, this is your forte. These guys are talking about video games. This is what you know. What What's up? Why aren't you in there? Why aren't you talking? So I explained the situation. She's like, oh, shit, I forgot that you're from the East Coast. And I'm like, yeah, my wife is stressing out about it. I'm stressing out about it, you know, because I said, the main thing I'm worried about is if I'm delayed, will I have a room? Because everyone was leaving the same day. So she's like, you know what? There's nothing you could do about it right now. Why don't you just sit down with the rest of us, take your mind off it, and worry about it when, when the time comes? And I'm like... You know what? You're right. You're right. She's like, yeah, you're stressing yourself out. You know, when are you going to have this opportunity to sit down with all of us again? And I was like, you know what? I I totally agree. So I shook it off, went back in, had a great conversation with everybody. There was about 10, 10 to 15 of us sitting in this lobby, hotel lobby, very nice hotel, huge freaking lounge area with full of like plushy couches so that's where we were at and so lo and behold the next day when it was my turn to leave a bunch of them 
bunch of my friends, we, we all left together and they went, they went with me. They didn't have to leave, right? I was leaving before them, but they walked me to the train. They waited for the train with me. We all hugged each other and it was, you know, a very, it was a great moment. It was a very good bonding moment. And, you know, Paris was there. Chastity was there. Um, I, I believe Soldier X was there. Uh, a few other people. It, uh, DJ Knight, you know, we were calling Paris Captain Workout. You know, there was, you know, Mandy. Even my boy. Uh, and I'm talking about in the train platform. On the train platform waiting for me to leave, you know. So it was, you know, it was cool, man. And then, lo and behold, I get to the airport. And they tell me, your flight is delayed. We don't know when is when when you're going to be able to fly to New York. It may be a few days. It may be, you know, two to three days. So I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, yo, is there anything? There's nothing. They're like, no, there is nothing. And we can't uh, we can't have you waiting in the airport because we don't know. So immediately my worst fears came true. So I call up my, I call up the gentleman that, uh, the, the community manager that invited me there. And I tell him the situation. He's like, we got you covered. We got you, uh, I got you a room for two additional nights. So he saved, he saved the day there. So it was a very, you know, the weekend was fun. The, the gaming events were fun, you know, playing, battlefield early with my friends we were playing uh, via land we were playing against each other my boy ross was there from florida and he was like you know i kept snapping on him that he was horrible at the game it was just a very it was one of those moments where everybody was there for the same reasons everybody was bonding and even though i knew paris i knew chastity a new soldier i knew Nero from Destructor, you know, all these people were there and we were bonding. Oopy. I mean, there's so many people, so many people. Um, it was a bonding experience. All of these events became bonding experiences, you know, and, you know, hearing that, and you probably hear a freaking alarm going off, hearing that Chastity passed away yesterday was a total shock because she's young. I'm 10 years older than she is. She was only 40. And her and I, we would keep in contact. And every, you know, few years we would, you know, say what's up. Or we would say something to each other's uh, social feeds. I remember she was coming down to New York and she texted me. She's like, yo, I'm going to be in New York. If you want to meet up and have lunch, you know, you and your wife can come down and meet me in Central Park. And it never worked out because of my work schedule. But that's, those are the type of friendships, you know, that at the time, back then, we would develop, you know, because a lot of us would travel. She, she worked in the gaming industry eventually, and she would travel. And sometimes you would get a text from somebody you haven't heard from in a few years and be like, oh, shit. You know, I get to hang out with this person I haven't hung out with in five, six years. You know, those type of those type of relationships don't exist anymore in the gaming community. You know, it's you know, it's a lot different now. Where perfect example, I'm a, I'm gonna bring up a story where on the post game report we had 
and for the life of me, I can't remember the man. The man's name is a voice actor. I believe he worked in one of the uh, Assassin's Creed games. But nonetheless, we, it was the first voice actor because we've had quite a few voice actors on the on the post game report that we've interviewed, and this was the first one. And uh, I remember a soldier got, got in touch with this individual and he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll jump on and have an interview with you guys. So it was a big deal to me. But I had to go to class that night and I couldn't miss it. So I was like, look, guys, you know, at that time, I had about, I'd say one, two, three, probably three other co-hosts with me but all of them were just starting out in podcasting and i'm talking about soldier i'm talking about phoenix i think arbert was in there and and i'm bringing up some old ass names old old familiar names so i hit up paris and i'm like yo dude can you do me a solid and just sit on my spot and i said you know i trust the other guys but we're gonna need a veteran presence for this interview it's a big deal it's the first time we're going to interview somebody from the industry like this and i would just like you to be involved so a day or two after the interview uh, a magazine or no not a magazine but a website a, a video game website picks up this story and they mention it and they mention paris as the host and what did i do I hit up Paris. I was super happy. I'm like, yo, your name is out there. This is awesome for you. Congratulations, right? I didn't go and say, yo, what the fuck? That's my podcast. We did, you know, I, that's not what we were about back then. It was about pushing each other to be better, pushing each other to, to go further than what we, what we personally thought we could do. And when they were doing good, it felt like we were doing good because that's how tight we were. And I'm not just talking about Paris. I'm talking about all of us. So this was the kind of attitude that Chastity had. You know, whenever she was on PGR, it felt like she was on it since day one. We just freaking meshed. When we saw each other at gaming events, I remember... At PAX East, I introduced her to my wife. It was as if we knew each other forever. So those type of individuals, those those types of individuals that you didn't get to hang out with very often, but when you did, it felt like you guys grew up together. Those people are rare. And that's what Chastity, type of person she was, a rare individual that made you feel like you guys were friends since day one. And a lot of people felt the same way. And it's not that we have a major loss in the gaming industry. It's just a major loss. And and, and, and for a lot of people, for a lot of people outside of video games that, you know, and, and it, you know, with my brain injury, it, it's tough. Like, you know, my brain injury rewired me like totally. Right. So, you know, I, let, I lost my granddad uh, months ago, and it, it, it my emotions are, like, messed up. 
so you know i i knew my grandpa was like sick and he was in a coma he wasn't waking up so we kind of expected that there was a you know strong possibility that he might not make it and when i found out all i could tell my brother was oh so so he is you know when he told me oh you know he passed he's he he, he died and you know it came out really cold and emotional uh em- what emotionalist i guess i don't know um insensitive but in, in in my head i was like you know suffering but it took a little while to like for for it was like my emotions had to catch up to the news you know so when when i found out about chastity it it, it the shock uh when i found out uh my mind couldn't catch up you know, until very later in the day, and I was like, holy shit, you know, and then I thought of this story about, you know, being at PAX West, and having this conversation with her, and, and, and bonding with a lot of people, as a matter of fact, my friend Valkyrie, who at the time was in his 60s, and he was like, you know, a 60 plus year old dude who, you know, I met on Xbox Live, and we used to get together with the same group of people and we used to play rainbow six three and we we called ourselves the old soldiers clan and we had a website we 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 used to lose a lot to other clans (laughs) and um we would get like all the latest games and then especially multiplayer games and then try them out and valkyrie would always come in and he would talk shit about being, you know, the man in Halo CE on PC and blah, blah, blah. So he's he, he was from Seattle and he went to visit me and hung out with a bunch of us during PAX West. He even brought his son, Jason, and um, he passed away years ago in his sleep. So two people that were with me in that event, you know unfortunately are gone you know and uh it it, you know at the time when valkyrie passed that really fucking that really hit me because that was many years before my injury and i felt that one i i to this day i feel it because valkyrie was especially during that time the early days of xbox live and you know, that's when I was starting to drift into the other side of video games, meaning that I was beginning to start podcasting. I started out writing for websites, and then I worked my way into podcasting, and then I worked my way into the industry, and I was friends with all these people, and my clan mates, you know, the old soldiers would make fun of me, and like, ah, oh, JVB's too popular for us now, you'd rather talk to these halo kids and he's all over the xbox dashboard and blah 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 you know busting my balls like friends do and uh funny story there's there's two funny stories and they might not mean (laughs) they might not mean much to you because i might not say it correctly or you know it's one of those situations where you just had to be there 
uh, two funny stories with Valkyrie. And he called himself Valkyrie. And then there was PMS Valkyrie, right? So anyway, uh, first story was Rainbow Six Three. Now, it took a while for us to really mesh. And I'm talking about the, because it started out where I was playing multiplayer with my brother-in-law. And uh, I even told a story about buying Mech Assault with my brother-in-law. And I couldn't afford it. I'd take the game back. So it's the same brother-in-law. So uh, we always bought the same games, right? Or tried to when I could afford it. So we bought Rainbow Six Three. And he hops on and he calls me. He's like, yo, I'm in a lobby with Rainbow Six Three. You know, hop on when you get a chance. So I jump on and there's, you know, some, some of these people that, you know, I'm still friends with to this day. But at that time, we didn't know each other. So he, you know, hours pass. He logs off. I stay on. Um, at the time, you had the 50 cal, which was like, you know, you shoot somebody in the foot in Rainbow Six Three. With the 50 cal, it was an instant kill. So I was using it, you know. <laughs> and then, like, a few days later, they nerfed it because it was too powerful. No, actually, a few days later, we banned, like, the same people started migrating to the same lobbies, like, kind of looking for each other. And then we started adding each other. So eventually, a few days later, we decided, yo, nobody's going to use the 50 cal. It's just unfair. And that was the rule. So once in a while, we would see somebody jump into the lobby, jump into our multiplayer game and use it. And then we would stop the game and then say, yo, you cannot use the 50 cal. And if somebody disagreed, we booted them. You know, that's how it was, right? <laughs> so one day, um, there's a level in Rainbow Six Three where... We called, there was a specific spot that was in the middle of the map. Um, there were two spots where everybody would meet, right, for combat. One was called the Crate Room. And then there was uh, one base where you can hide upstairs. And you can basically hide in the corner and see people coming up the stairs. And it was, if you were good enough, it was pretty difficult to go in there and get you. I wish I remember the name, but the crate room was like one of the first places both teams would meet up. So <laughs> I'm running with three other people down this hallway. And um, one one guy is, a, in, is in front of us. <laughs> His name is Lord Darius. <laughs> And um, we were familiar because we, once again, we played in, in, you know, for hours leading up to this day together. So now we were kind of getting familiar with each other. We say, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Added each other. So I'm like behind Valkyrie. There's Rock Hard next to me. And then Lord Darius is in front, running in front of us. So when I used to play multiplayer games, I was very vocal. I was communicating with my teammates all the time, right? I got that from Halo. 
So I would be like, you know, watch the hallway to the to the right. Somebody position themselves there. Let us know if we can pass by the hallway and blah, blah, blah. Right. That's how I am. Very tactical. So he run. He just keeps running. So I go, Lord Darius, uh, do you see anything? <laughs> so down this hall, there's a way for you to there's a there's an entrance to a, another walkway to the right and you can from what i can remember you can go make a right and then work your way around the crate room so he's about to pass that and all of a sudden he he turns to the right i go lord darius do you see anything suddenly you see his body flying. You hear an explosion. The, the opposing team threw a grenade. It hit him. His body, the, the ragdoll physics, you see the body fly and smack into the wall. So <laughs> we stop, right? Like everybody stopped running. And then it got real quiet. <laughs> and Valkyrie goes... Well, I guess that answers your question, doesn't it? And dude, we we start all of us start fucking dying laughing. I mean, cracking the fuck up. And none of us were moving. We we were laughing so hard that the opposing team shows up and kills us all. And in the lobby, we just kept laughing. I'm crying in tears. I mean, we laugh for a good five minutes. And then from there, we a bunch of us became real close friends, you know. And I'm talking about 2004, before I got into podcasting, you know, 2003, 2004. So these are memories, you know. These are special memories that at that time I wasn't, you know, necessarily in a position where I am now, where I have, you know, some stability financially, you know, things are more in order back then you know stuff was tough for a lot of people and video games and going online and hooking up with these people it was a a way out for a lot of us especially for me and this is how i met a lot of people on the in the gaming industry a lot of us met through xbox live and then we began podcasting and then some people you know some of us got into the gaming industry and now there are people in in certain positions in big public uh, for big publishers that I remember coming in uh, way after I got established, and they were looking at me as somebody uh, as a veteran, right? They would, you know, I remember talking to some of these people, and they're like, "What should I do? How should I get into this?" You know, and they would look at me as somebody like, "Yo, that's you know, he works for this and that." And, and now I see them in these big positions and I'm happy because I, I saw how tough it was back then and what they had to go through in order to be where they're at right now. And yeah, you know, I know I'm all over the place talking about this, but I'm, I'm reminiscing, you know, um, when, when you lose people, you know, uh, and in this case, it's kind of weird because these are people that I met via a video game network and then eventually hung out with them in real life and kept in touch 
outside of the gaming world and you know those are special bonds that you know you don't realize it until something happens so i try to have like a final message for every podcast you know and i guess the biggest message because i I see a lot of people bitching right on twitter especially twitter especially twitter spaces a lot of people who create content for video games who you know are part of a the current gaming community and you know they're bitching about price hikes they're bitching about 70 dollar games they're bitching about you know networks and rental services you know and they put so much effort they make so much content surrounding these topics that really at the end of the day don't mean anything in the gaming industry they don't affect anyone who wants a playstation who wants an xbox it's just affecting you at the moment for whatever reasons whether you want to act angry over so you can get some clicks so you can get some notoriety so you can be deemed as a neutral whatever it is at the end of the day it doesn't matter man it's the relationships that you build along the way it's the legacy you leave you know i'm speaking highly of valkyrie i'm speaking you know his name is jeff by the way his real name is jeff so jeff and chastity you know they both left legacies that people could look back on and have a smile on their face remembering the great memories that they shared with these people and that's what i'm hoping i could leave behind and i'm hoping that you know you guys do the same because at the end of the day nobody's going to remember that you opposed uh, you know uh, a price hike of ten dollars for a video game nobody's going to remember that they're going to remember whether you was genuine whether you were fun to talk to in real life you know those relationships due to you know unforeseen circumstances uh, with you know freaking viruses and shit you know those types of events and stuff like that they don't exist anymore so you really gotta freaking hold on to those special moments when you meet people in person and you get to bond over something that you genuinely enjoy together you know so i always say time is the most precious commodity we have man time is borrowed it is given to us and it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's up to us to do what we can with that time. Because nobody else is going to do the things for you. You have to do it yourself. Whether it's traveling or making amends with friends and family or learning some new skills. You know, do something that people can look at you and remember you by and be like, yo... Uh, that was a class A individual. So, yeah. Um, I didn't really want to get into any gaming stuff. I, I, it, it, when I found out the news last night, I, I, I was supposed to record. And then I found out. And I was like, I'm not in the mood to do anything. So, I really wasn't in the mood to do this. But I figured, you know, I have the energy and my head is hurting today. But, um. You know, I felt like I, I, I needed to talk about it, you know, what happened. So, yeah, 
that's that. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to wrap it up. I hope you guys take care. Um, do something that's beyond your comfort level. Try it, you know. You never know. You might enjoy it, man. You might enjoy it. Um, you know, and don't let the, the, the dumbest things that will not affect you in your actual real life. Don't let that spoil your day. Don't let that dictate who you are and, and who you think you should be. Be your own person. You know, I joked around that I prefer a PlayStation. I don't care who knows it. And that's the truth. I prefer it. You know, at one time, I preferred Xbox <laughs> for many years. So things can change, right? I go where the games are coming from. And right now, it's, it's Sony and, and PlayStation. You know, and you make the choices that fit you. If something eventually wears out, it's welcome. You, I've done it with iPhone. I've done it with, you know, consoles. I've done it with vehicles, camera brands. You know, you are the consumer. You control what you buy. You control what you like. And that's that, you know. Don't let people influence you, you know. The, the influencer tag has always been around. But more than ever, you know, because there are so many different ways to reach people, a lot of people get influenced very easily. It's kind of weird. They might not think so, but, man, there's a lot of you people in this gaming scene being influenced the wrong by the wrong people. So it's time to, you know... Take a step back and realize what's going on. But anyway, I'm going to wrap it up because then I'm going to start mumbling. You guys take care. I'll talk to you later.